0: What makes the journey worth it? The pain, the adversity, the opposition, the challenges, the uncertainty. Why do I have to go through this? What's the lesson in this? I got a paralyzed right arm and hand. The million dollar question I get every single day is you wouldn't change what happened to you. Why? Serendipity. Join us for insightful dialogues about not just successes, but about failures, opposition, adversities that shape and mold the individuals to who they are today. I'm Inky Johnson. This is Serendipity. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Serendipity Podcast Season 2, Episode
1: 2. I'm Ink. Talk to the people, my man. I'm Oak. Glad to be here, brother. Yes, sir. Going to get at it one more time and uh, hope we can get the people something that they can use and walk on down the road with, brother. No doubt. How you feeling, man? How you day going? Oh, going with that, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, man. I'm, I'm great. I'm. I've, I feel wonderful in this moment. Yeah. You know, um, blessed. But more importantly than blessed is I'm grateful. Yeah. yeah. I'm grateful. Just grateful to be here. Grateful to chop it up with you, man. Uh, just to be in the number, as the folks say. No question. Yeah. No question.
0: Yeah. You know, my word, man. I picked a word at the beginning of this year. My word was grateful. No, that was Dirt. the word that I was going to try to go throughout life with, man, situation, circumstances. That was my word for 2021. Right, mm-hmm. Grateful because of what the world had experienced 2020, but also coming into 2021. I wanted to approach everything with a spirit of gratitude, waking up with it on my heart and mind, and going to bed with it on my heart and mind. And so now that you say that,
1: like that resonates heavy. But you know... You know, we had we had chopped it up and did the the, uh, the first season, you know, our episode, right? And we was talking, and I don't know, I don't know, I can't remember when, it may have been March, whatever, mm-hmm. and you hit me with it, you know, mm-hmm. about you were grateful, and then it was a, a passage, one of the passages that you shared with me and Isaiah, it was talking about gratitude, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, sometimes being the teacher, best teacher I can be, is when I become a student mm. So you brother Put that on my heart yeah. This notion of gratitude And I just been running with it And the thing is I've been running with it And ever since Maybe about two Two and a half months ago It seems like You know the universe Has been bending my way mm. Because I've Just focused on gratitude Like same things Have happened in life Yeah uh, Good stuff Bad stuff you know, whatever good and bad is. But the the feelings and mm. and really just being in a good place, man. No doubt. Is I attributed to that notion of gratitude.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, and uh, I was talking to my mentor, my barber. I spoke about Dr. O'Black. No Shout him. out Dr. O'Black. The yeah. great one. Now that, that's the GOAT. Yeah. I yeah. talk that Tom Brady all y'all want to. <laughs> the GOAT is Dr. Daniel Black, for real. <laughs> for real. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was talking to him about how, like, gratitude is not necessarily just an emotion, mm. right? Yep. Or or a concept. It's a principle. Absolutely. You know, because when you, you were saying, like, regardless of what happens, you're still grateful. No question. No matter how good it is, um, or, you know, you can be in, the, in, in down in the valley, but still be grateful. Absolutely. And for me, the, that concept, and I, I've been toiling on it, Right. It's, it's really the that's what prayer is yeah prayer is just saying thank you yeah to whomever you want to say thank you to for me thank you God mm. yeah thank you for what thank you that yeah. I can say thank you existence right existence yeah so um and how it plays out in a day-to-day fashion is um what you mad about Right? Really. What you really mad about. Not to devoid of empathy. Right. Yet in that moment when I get down, I go you sitting in the hole. Cause I, I heard I think uh it was uh Mrs. Michelle Obama was talking about it. it's like I think like when you go in the hole and you see somebody in the hole and you're like, Oh, you need some help, you good, what can I do? Blah blah blah. You know, we're thinking that's empathy, but really it is. Let me get down in this hole with you. Absolutely. Right? I'm grateful for being able to get down in the hole with you. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You just made me think of
0: us. You remember um, Sergeant Taylor? They used to be at Crem. At
1: Crem, uh-huh.
0: So, when we was in Ellenwood, uh, Sergeant Taylor, we stayed down the street from him. So, he used to come by the house every single day, man, because, you know, Allison... J-R-O-T-C, that was her thing. Right. So, you know, right Sergeant up, Taylor, up, yeah. oh, that's the right, right up. up her ass. Right. <laughs> and so he would always come by, though, man, check on us, check on the kids. Whenever we would be out, driveway, had a garage door, always stopped by, joke. And so one Saturday, me, Willie, mm-hmm. you know, kids outside, we cleaning out the garage. Sergeant Taylor stops by, right? He starts talking to us and he starts helping us, right? We pause. And, you know, he looked a little out of breath. You know, man, you good, Sergeant Taylor? He cracks another joke. Then he says, man, I've been fighting cancer. And I was like, cancer? You been fighting cancer? He's like, yeah, stage four cancer at that. Mm. I was like, man, you been fighting cancer coming I here every chance you get. Make us laugh, smile. I yeah. never would have thought, right? Right. And so Willie was like, man, that's crazy. And Willie was like, man, I just met a lady that was dealing with a situation, right? And she was helping somebody, and I told her that, man, she really gonna be blessed because she's doing that, right? This is my cousin Willie explaining yeah, that. Yeah. Sergeant Taylor says, that's the blessing. And so Willie was like, nah, I told her that because of what she did, she gonna Mm-mm. really be blessed. Mm-mm. He was like, no, no that's the no, blessing. No. Willie said, what you mean that's the blessing? He said, just the fact you're in the position to be a blessing is the blessing. That's the blessing. Right. It's not about what you did. It's not about what you intend to do. Just the fact that God put you in the position. Yep. Just yep. the fact that you're in a position to be able to assist, help, jump down in a hole and say, hey, bro, I got you. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the blessing. Right. Well, listen, man, I never looked at it that way. The that That's the... the it's like the process and the product, right? Right. The process is... The, you being able to go through the process, not what you get on the backside of it. Hmm. Yeah, like... Man. Colonel Taylor, he coming just to, to help y'all, right? right? That did more for him than it did, y'all. No question. You know, and that what we got, that's what we got to understand at the end of the day. When we do things, if when you do it, you're not fulfilled, then you might not be doing the right thing. Mm. Yeah. If you're doing a thing in your fulfillment, your joy, what we talked about last, last episode, if it's as a result of doing it, if it's what you're gonna get on the backside of it, that may not be what you should be doing, because mm-hmm. you are you know there are times when you, you're in the midst of doing it, right? That's the joy. Yeah, that's the contentment, right? Absolutely. That's the it, right? Right. So that's the blessing. Yeah. That's why we, I say, you know, in terms of being grateful. Okay. Yeah, I'm grateful that I have a job. I have an occupation. I have a career. I'm grateful for that. But the 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 joy comes in doing it every day. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you're not if you're doing something out there that you're not enjoying every day, I would say you might want to reevaluate. Yeah.
0: But what about the people that say challenge that, play devil's advocate mm-hmm. to it, and say, well, you gotta do this in order to get to here. Yes. You gotta do this yeah. to get to here. Yeah. And, and I would so say. What would you
1: say to that? I would say, enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever that it. is, enjoy it. Yeah. Because if you're not enjoying the it right here, whatever this is to get to there, if you're not enjoying this, then when you get there, guess what? Yeah. You finna make me get up, man. Yeah. I yeah. Told yeah. you last about night. it. Let's I told go. You night, about man. it. Y'all would get me the talking. I don't wanna yeah. be all talking <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> If you don't enjoy the process of getting to there, when you get there, what you going to enjoy? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing.
0: Yeah. It's like the people that say, man, if I get this amount of money, Mm -hmm. if I get this position, if I get this office space, Mm -hmm. if I get here, if Mm -hmm. I get this ranking, once I get there, I'm going to be great. But when you say to a person, man, if you're not grateful for what you already got, if you don't appreciate your position now, how will you be grateful once you exactly. ascend to there, right? Exactly. The principle is show you're faithful over a few things. One day the creator will make you rule over many. Right. But oftentimes, we don't appreciate value. We don't appreciate The moment. few. Don't because we feel it.
1: as if when we get to the many, mm-hmm. then I appreciate it. Right. If. If. If I get there. If right. I get there. Right. If a bullfrog had a glass ass, had been broke that a long is. time ago. i And for what? And for what? Oh. I said, if a bullfrog had a glass ass, it'd have been broke a long time ago. <laughs> if, if all day, what Ilf. we want to do is now. Now, yes, sir. We want to be in the now, right? Mm-hmm. Be be present where your feet are. Yeah. Be grateful for where your feet are. Yeah. Right. Uh, be appreciative for where your feet are. Why is that important? It's very simple. We we talked about it. Mm-hmm. It's it it comes off as ungrateful. It's come off as God, you ain't did enough for me yet. Yeah. That is. I'm not cool with what you where you got me at, God. it is. So that and then is. sometimes God'll give it to you. Cause, yeah. you know, that's what you say you want, you give it to you. Yeah. Right? As old folks say, be careful what you wish for. Just might get it. Mm-hmm. You just might get it. You just might get it, because you don't have the wisdom, you don't have the maturity mm-hmm. to wish for the right things that is gonna that's going to benefit you, that's going to nurture you. Right, so when you get it, then you find yourself in a worse off situation. Mm. Yeah, I mean, man, let I mean, we gonna be real. Yeah, okay. That's the only way to be. So I, I was, I was, I, I was uh, an assistant principal at Crawford Long, okay, middle school, Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out Cleveland mm-hmm. Avenue. Love Even it, now. love it, love it, love it, love them kids today. Love the people over there today. Still go over and coach, you yeah. know. Um, but anyway. I wrote it down. I want to be the principal. I wrote it on paper. Write it down. Made it plain. Principal young Middle School. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know how God do. He gave you what you want. Yeah. I didn't have the maturity. I didn't have, uh, I didn't come with the support. My folk support. It mm-hmm. ended up in a very uh, disadvantageous situation mm-hmm. where I had to resign. Yeah. But I, in looking back on it, it's because I wasn't ready for it, but I asked for it. God mm-hmm. gave it to me. That's what we mean when we say, be careful what you ask for. Yeah. You just yeah. might get it. Yeah. Yeah. I heard
0: that boy Jake say, T.D. Jake, mm-hmm. that is, say, a blessing too soon is not a blessing at all. Right. And that's right. what comes to mind when I hear you speak and say that. Right. Yep. Even us as people. There's certain things we want, we wish, we ask for, and like you said, the Creator give it to us. Mm-hmm. Then we find ourselves in a situation to where it's like, I, right, I got it. Now what? Exactly. Right. Now like what? You ask athletes the same question oftentimes when, like, cat get the contract, mm-hmm. cat make the money, cat get in position. Now what? You've been working for it your whole life. You get it. Yeah. Cool. Great. You deserve it. You should mm-hmm. have it. Mm hmm. But now what? Yep. Right. What drives you? Yep. What makes you show up every single day? Right. Because if it's about positions and titles, superficial, materialistic, I think we all know that ain't something that can sustain. No. Drive, dedication, commitment, the concrete level of commitment. Right. To stay true to what we said we wanted to do long after the move we set it in has left. hmm. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's that's good. man. I love that. So, this is, uh, I guess for me, man, another thing that I was, I was contemplating, right? Just shooting that, um, you know, you, 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 you talk and, and world renowned and all of that stuff. You are, you that guy. You know, we're gonna go yeah, on and put that out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You are that guy, period, point blank. Yeah. Um, oh but in, in watching it, watching these different, you know, videos and, and YouTube clips and this, that, and the third. What came to me is people still don't know who Incorious is. Who's Incorious? Yeah. Who's Incorious Johnson? <laughs> that guy, like your story, they know your story. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, people, I know, I can tell you everything about Michael Jordan, black backwards and forwards, but I don't know Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Right? People don't know you. Who who are you, man? Who yeah. who the hell is you anyway? That's <laughs> all I want to
0: know. Oh man, at his core, at his core, I'm a guy, man. That's trying to is trying to be better mm-hmm. every day and everything I touch and everything I do. I'm just trying to be better, right? And that spirit has drove me my whole life and everything I've been a part of and everything I've been connected to. Quite obviously, husband, father, son. Um, you know, friend. But at my core, who I am, I'm just a man that's trying to be better every single day, right? Got an unquenchable thirst to be better and acknowledges that that's not perfection.
1: Right, right, right. Not
0: perfect. I'm flawed, but I'm trying to be better every Mm -hmm. single day. And so the product that the world sees when I step on the stage and I speak, the product that the world sees when I play This sport called football, or in my younger years, other people saw me play various sports. The product that they see, and many have come to, you know, like, love, whatever the case may be, is just the product of a cat that's trying to show up every single day and be better, you know? so shaped by
1: circumstances and the people that... Let me ask you this, brother. Help mold him. Why did you get up when I came to pick... When I would come pick you up at six in the morning to go play ball? Why did why did you get up though? Yeah, yeah. Like you could have very easily been like, "Oh man, I ain't going yeah. today." No doubt, I'm good. Yeah, but why were you there? Hey, mom, drop me off. You know, you see the truck. I'm there at the school. Just my my truck there. Drop me off, and you yeah. come. You yeah. showed up every day, every morning before six thirty. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. What is it about you that made you do that? And how does that connect to who you are today? Yeah,
0: so what he's speaking of is when I was young, uh, middle school, throughout high school, he started picking me up and playing me in a game of one-on-one basketball, Read me Proverbs, teaching me about life before school started. And he did that until I graduated high school. And some mornings, my mom would drop me off. we see his truck, and he'd already be in the gym, shoot, and just teaching me about life. Um, I feel like the thing that's helped me the most is my ability to listen and trust those that have more experience about life, situations, and circumstances than me. But also, I got a level of loyalty in me Oh, that when people help me mm-hmm. or do something for me or take a personal interest in me and say, hey, man, you got it, right? I'm going to help you get there. Yeah. It's something inside of me that says, man, I don't want to let this cat down, right? I want to honor that investment. More so, I want to give them a return on their investment. Like, just to be real about it, Oh, when I got hurt, like, the game was one thing. Like, mm-hmm. right? when I got injured September 9th, 2006, my career ended, paralyzed my right arm and hand. That was one element of it. But the part that hurt, it wasn't the injury.
1: The injury was the injury. I know, go on to say it.
0: The injury was the injury. The injury wasn't even the part that hurt the most. You're right. Atrophy, staples. Took out my right peck. That wasn't what hurt the most. The part that hurt me because of who I am the most was, man, I felt like in the moment, I couldn't pay those back that helped me get in that position, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, with my limited understanding at that time right. was, right. payback was, I'm going to make it to the league. Man, I'm going to help. I'm going to cash them out. I'm going to look out for them, right? And it was you guys that told me like, bro, you don't, you don't owe me nothing, right? Exactly. Like, You don't owe us nothing. The only thing we want from you is for you to finish what you started. The only thing we want from you, pick up the pieces and move forward. Yeah. That's what I've been driven by my whole life. Right. And so that's what makes me who I am, man. I got a level of loyalty in me that when people see something in me that I can't see in myself, I want to give you a return on that investment. That's my drive to be great. Mm -hmm. Right. It's always been cultivated by that. Yeah. What made you pick me up in the morning? What made you say, hey, man, I'm going to walk with you, young blood. I'm going to help you. I'm going to shape. I'm going to mold you. I'm going to try to get you there. Because the average cat wouldn't do that, and you didn't have to. Right? I wasn't your son. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't somebody that you had to feel obligated to help. And so what made you say, young blood, I'm going to walk with you? Not only that year of eighth grade. We're talking about you did this until I graduated high school. That's a long time. That's a lot of days of consistency.
1: Um man, I I think who you are, you mm. know. I I honestly, honestly, I just left. Um, I had a young young Thundercat Ahmad in my office this morning. No yeah. teacher brought him to my office, and and I was telling him that this teacher, the teacher, and the teacher was there, right there with us. And I was like, "This teacher is on you every day because you have it." Mm. So when you see it. You can't deny it, yeah. you can't run from it. I can't run from it. It was like, bro, you know, no, di- of course, no disrespect, but yeah. I saw God, mm. I saw a piece of God. It was like, okay, this who I'm supposed to get with. I'm supposed to, I, you know, remember now, you didn't play football, right? At yeah. Corn, you, no was, you were over at Tucker. yeah, so little south, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No pressure, no pressure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we play basketball We played basketball at coin. But um, in class Just checking you out You you know you weren't going to make the 100 yeah. But you were going to work <laughs> like a dog To get your 88 yeah. Much respect you know what I'm saying Damn. I could see it yeah. So there was a, a a want to about you A dog in you yeah. You know of what course. we use in the athletic realm There was a dog in you that was undeniable mm. And me my contract was anybody that you send before me, God, that 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 wanted it, it's my obligation to give it. Yeah. So that's the broad sense. And then just it was easy. Mm. It's easy. You know. Hanging out, playing, talking, getting it just like now, you know, your the energy you giving me makes me continue to talk. I, I don't kinda like talking. I, you think <laughs> i be playing what I'm <laughs> saying, man. <laughs> I, I just want to sit on the porch and watch the grand grow. No doubt. But the energy you give me makes me just want to just give you more. So it's almost yeah. like you, you're you asking for it. Yeah. Right? And you've been asking mm-hmm. for it, you know? And in fact, um, I mean, side note, just on this side note, like I used to bust your ass till you got like to the left grade. <laughs> yeah, enough. yeah. Got to the yeah. left grade that Westbrook came yeah. yeah. out. Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you should give it to
0: me. But right. even, even in giving it to me in... in how you used to do me on the court. When I met cats my age, it was over with for me. Yeah. Because the beauty of the situation was when you would play me, you would teach me. And -hmm. so it wasn't like you would hit me with a move and dog me. Yeah, you will talk some trash and we'll joke, but then you'll come back and say, all right, Ink, let me tell you why I beat you right there. Right? Let me tell you why that happened. Let me show you why that happened. And so I was being educated in school in the midst of failure. What I viewed as failure. Yeah. Man, I can't yeah. get this cat. Like, I'm young, man, I'm strong, I'm fat. Well, I can't get this cat, oh, oh, right? You oh, know oh, what I'm oh, saying? Man. He he, athletic, <laughs> he give me, look, I'm, I'm I'm going somewhere with it, right? So all those years of failure, all those years are coming up short, me and you playing, right? And so, like you said, until I got to like 11th, 12th grade, then we'll have a battle. But all those years of failure, and then, you know, here, there, I get one. And then now, present day, when you look at Let's go to the sports realm for a second. Mm -hmm. You look at Alabama, University of Mm -hmm. Alabama. Been smashing everybody. Nick Saban, right? None of his former assistants have ever beaten him. Prior to this past weekend. Jimbo. Mm -hmm. None of his former assistants had ever beaten him, right? But the one that ended up beating him lost to him the most. Right. Right? Failed the most. The one that ended up beating him failed the most. Mm -hmm. And so in his failure, in his opposition... In his adversities, he acquired the most lessons. And so by acquiring the most lessons in the midst of failure and opposition, now when he got on the biggest stage and he was able to get him, a lot of people like, man, Texas AM and Jimbo, they got Saban. But when I look at it, I'm like, man, how many moments of failure did he go through in order to get right. to that moment? Exactly. He didn't just get him. Right. Saban am busted his ass a lot. When yeah. they said Jimbo said he gonna knock you off and he gonna beat you. Saban said, what what are you talking about in golf? (laughs) (laughs) Saban said, you talking about golf? Yeah. Because I know he ain't talking about this game. With football, I know he ain't talking about that. Right? And so, yeah, man, let's talk about that for a second, Oh, Like, failure in preparation for success. And why is that important? But also, why do people separate it? Right? People look Mm -hmm. at failure and whatever we deem to be success. I believe it's individual. Mm -hmm. But why do people look at it as... Two separate things.
1: Okay. I don't, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but we are a binary culture. Okay. Right. Which means we believe in there's a right and there's a wrong, there's a good and there's a bad. Mm hmm. As opposed to all of it working together for the good. Right. That's a, that's a, it's really a European concept. Okay. Where there's a good and bad, where there's a difference between, you know, you winning and losing. hmm. What we're bringing to the table is things we're talking about is so anti, um, from from the the intellectual standpoint that we were, we are raised in and and we're engulfed in. So for us, really a win and a loss is the same thing Mm. because the win is not the end, the loss is not the end. Hmm. It's, It's the lessons you get from each. Yeah, Right. So, somewhere, I'm, I can't speak for the great Nick Saban, yeah. but I bet you, I bet you, again, a dollar the donut, donut, sir. Yeah, yeah. I bet you. He is talking to his boys today about the rat poison. Y'all ate the rat poison. Yeah. You believe you were better than what you were. You believe you were better than your work, mm. than the work you put in. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, there's no, to him, and that's why, you know, in our, our other conversation, I say people like him and Belichick and Popovich, them cats that really are teaching life. Right. It just happens to be through football, basketball, or, or, or athletics. Those folks who are teaching life are really trying to instill in people the value of the process. Right. The, that there is no difference between winning and losing. Mm. That's the same thing Like I said Steph Curry shoots a shot I don't. I really believe He don't care whether To go in or not He cares whether He's doing the right thing Right Is the fundamentals correct yeah. Right So It's It's, it's so Anti Anti-culture Yeah To To believe that I won Like Okay My favorite team My home team My You know I, I'm Georgia born Georgia bred Till I'm Georgia dead Yeah And not one time Since Saturday Have it dawned on me okay we number one team in the country I don't care mm. what I do care about is I like the way that they play Yeah, I like the way that they communicate I like the way they play for each other mm. I like the way that they love each other that's the part that I like watching Yeah, you know what I'm saying we win we win we lose okay we lost no pressure Yeah. so seeing that and, and seeing that in Alabama and, and I that's what I t- tell my boys the, my boys that crawl for long in football, like you just play for each other, you you. It's a process. You play for the process. You play for the enjoyment of each other. You play for each other. Yeah. You're not playing to to have more points than the other team. Mm. You plan to win the game. I'm yeah. gonna say that again. You're not playing to have more points than the other team. You plan to win the game. Mm-hmm. Winning the game is making sure that I got your back. Yeah. Winning the game is showing up and being there for you, my teammate, my brother. That's winning the game. Yeah. Not having more points than another team. Yeah. It's it's conceivable, but that two teams can play and both teams win or both teams lose, mm. even though one ain't gonna have more points, points than the other. other. Absolutely right. Nobody care nothing about that, man. Yeah. If you really walking in maturity,
0: yeah,
1: you don't care nothing about no winning and losing. Yeah.
0: If you really walking
1: in, if you really walking in maturity. Yeah. I
0: got you. Because what you trying to acquire in the... Point that you're trying to get to, as a person, mm-hmm. right? It's like the question: What's more important—what you acquire who you become? Yep. In the process, you're always becoming something. Yes. Self mastery never be right. Right. You're, you're always, always becoming. becoming. Yes. And so that's what you're speaking of. Yep.
1: yep. I got you. Yep. Yeah. For sure. So, um, back to to you, right? Mm-hmm. Again, people. I I, I just want who you are to be uh, to be out there in this sense. Yeah. Your story, your narrative is written by a lot of different people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They see Egan Johnson. They see the speaker. They see the injury. You know, coaches going to talk about you to their teams, and people going to talk about you. I want you to be able to be in a place, and I love this platform, to be able to write your own narrative. Absolutely. And the power of what it means to be able to write your own narrative, like speaking yourself into existence. Yeah. Right. Because. You, everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Of divinity. Right. If you understand yourself to be of divinity, then you are the one that is supposed to write your story. Absolutely. So like, for instance, high school. Cream mm-hmm. High. Tell me about
0: Krim High. Yeah. Beautiful place. You know, beautiful. A- place. I'm sorry. Alonzo, Alonzo A. Krim.
1: A. Krim. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The great Alonzo A. Krim.
0: Absolutely. One of the first it. black superintendents in the state of Georgia. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I felt as if Crim High School was a place that, um, it was a lot of diamonds in the rough. Mm-hmm. A lot of beautiful people that could accomplish some great things if they knew their story, who they were, um, what they were capable of, more importantly, what they were made of. Yeah. Right? Like when you used to read to us that pledge every day, the African pledge, when we were young, in eighth grade, like that mattered.
1: We are the children. We after. are the
0: children of Africa, right? But more so, the imprint that it left on my mind and my brain every single day. When you would come into the classroom and say, hey man, if nobody have told y'all today to a classroom of young cats coming from all across Atlanta dealing with all type of things, when you would come into a classroom and say, hey, man, if nobody told y'all today, look up on the board in the right-hand corner. I wrote, I love you, right? Nobody told you today, just look up in the right-hand corner of the board. I wrote, I love you. I love you, right? And so those were some things that stuck with me, man. My first year at cat, when I told a cop I was going D1, my man was like, you probably going to go to cell block D1, right? <laughs> Whether that was a joke or whatever, right. those were his words. Yeah, And yeah. I took it as, nah, my man got to be making a mistake. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know me. I, don't, I ain't never met you a day in my life. And he like, yeah, but based upon situation and circumstances, cats ain't coming out of here going D1. Right. And so maybe you talking about Sarah block D1. And in that moment, I'm like, like, everything in me, well, I'm going to make you eat them words. Yes, sir. And so when my mom came to me and said, hey, Inc., we want to transfer you across town to Tucker, they said if you come play ball, they'll give you a scholarship to Georgia. Nobody in my family had been to college. Mm-hmm. Great opportunity. I understood it. Understood it. Mom had me six. Su- she want me to go to college. She working. She like, man, this could be ink. Going to college, first one in our family, beautiful. I'm like, mom, I think I can make it from Crem. She's like, ain't cats ain't going to Crem like that. I'm like, yeah, but I think I can do it. Mm-hmm. For a number of reasons. Not just what I'm capable of, but I'm being fueled by the people that saw something in me when I couldn't see it in myself but also what drove me was when I would see my peers and uh-huh. I knew my cousins had to come to that same school, man, if I can make it, these cats can believe they can make it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, I used to cry yeah. after the game, man. I used to cry when we lost, man. Why so? I, I used to cry, bro. Why? And keep in mind, Why? huh? we weren't winning them about two or three a year. If right. So, a year. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like there was an expectation for us to win. It wasn't like we was undefeated. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like we was winning championships year after year in football. And so most of the time we would step on the field. And in my latter years of high school, cats expected us to lose. Right. But when we would lose, cats would come in the locker room, get dressed and leave. I would be in there like, I know we didn't just lose. (laughs) And they looking at me like, nah, we were supposed to lose. I'm like, nah, man, I just don't think they better than us. Like, I know we didn't just lose. Mm-hmm. And my message to them was, man, do you know what you made out of? Do you know where you come from? Like, I can't see Padaya beating me.
1: Yeah. I yeah. can't.
0: It ain't nothing against Padaya. I can't see Westminster beating me. I can't. It ain't nothing against them. I can't see Pace Academy stepping on a court field diamond and beating me. I can't say it ain't nothing against you. I just can't see you. Be Mm -hmm. me coming from Krim High School with the greatness that I had around me and every single day My press was to my pick bro. Do you know what you made out of? Do you know how great you are? Right with your Mm -hmm. environment with your school. Do you know how incredible you are? Do you know if you stepped out on the field and said can't none of y'all hold me? Right every time I stepped out on the field and the coach was like number three. He knew me Right. (laughs) They knew me every time they would step out on the field. They would say number three you ain't getting on that board today. You know what my response would be? What's that? I'm going to get mine. Yeah. Y'all might. Y'all might get a dog. You might. I'm going to get mine. We would leave that field and I would shake their hand. hmm I got mine. Right? Because it was something inside of me that I wanted people to see crim the way I saw it. That's it. I believe we were great, man. All of my classmates, I believe they were great. But it was something that between circumstances expectation and standard Mm -hmm. something that they saw every day when we would go to a place it would make them feel as if they were less than inferior inferior yeah didn't want to speak didn't want to compete when a cat would say something to me and we compete and they say something crazy to me i'm like man do you know who you talking to
1: right i I have this conversation with with my partners um I coached with, they went to school with, went to Clark with. Uh, yeah. Shout out uh, Clark Atlanta University, HBCU CAU! Um, about Atlanta and athletics, high school athletics. Like, from 9, I would say, I would tell them from from 89 to 9, 89 to, to 2000, Krem High had the best athletic program. I said it. Yeah, I said it, Doug High. I said it, Mays. Yeah. Man, Krim, Washington, Washington I up. said it Booker T Off of Archie. Right That, that um, No Doug Somebody from Doug Gonna go at your head About this They can you know, They <laughs> can But think about <laughs> it bro Think <laughs> yeah. about it From track yes, Baseball sir. Football Basketball From 1989 To 2000 It was hard To beat Krim man Yeah And, yeah. and it wasn't But 24 Y'all over there
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> But I'm saying Just, just pumping out you know, going to state playoffs and whatnot. So I feel the serendipity for me mm-hmm. is being uh, placed, you know, having the opportunity to come to Cohen, Cream, that feeder, Jose Williams, you know, uh, on that side of town and, and, and just be a part of it, just watching. Because I knew y'all's story. I knew yeah. what y'all were going through every day. Yeah. And, and be able to go out on the ball field or the diamond and whatnot, and just produced the way that y'all did. And even for me being in high school at the time in the mid-90s, understanding and watching and hearing about what Kareem was still doing, you know, mm-hmm. man, y'all was tough, man. Y'all were tough. Yeah. Y'all were tough. And so I understand what you're saying when when you coming along, but talk about, like, you know, you had your uncles now. Mm-hmm. Your dad and them that played... So yeah. you you carrying the tradition that some of the others the, of your teammates and your classmates may not have understood mm-hmm. that greatness, right? Absolutely. So you know, just just shout out um, to the young ink. Yeah. You know, I was always impressed with that. I was always I always respected that part of it. You know, I would be at the game. I know we, we were going to take an L, but you know, I know <laughs> you were going you going to give it give it to the people in that sense. Yeah. But um. Yeah. It's you know.
0: crazy, man. You know, like, i never forget, oh, when I went to college um, from Krim, That's one of the most proudest moments of my life.
1: Should have been, bro.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, bro, I get emotional about it. Like, even just thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I
1: was there. I got you. I know.
0: Like, and that's, Hey, you know what I'm saying like that's crazy like I was when I was 18 but I still get emotional about it because like I came from a place to where like where I fought to get back there you know what I'm saying and I believe that I could make it from there and I did it yeah not only did I do it, my cousins came behind me and they did it
1: got went on with me right now you
0: know what I'm saying yeah which was more fulfilling than anything you know what I mean and um like that's drove me my whole life like when I compete and I do stuff and I go out into the world when I speak that's the same spirit bro yeah to this day say so I go into a room. It ain't none against nobody. But bro, when I come, I'm going to bring it to your front door. Yeah. And it ain't none against you because of where I come from, the expectation, the standard, and how people saw us based upon our situation, circumstance, and environment when I was younger. Right? And to have people like you, have people like my mother, my father, my family, that made me cognizant and aware of what I was up against. Mm -hmm. But not only what I was up against, where I was coming from and what I was carrying.
1: Yeah.
0: Quote by Maya Angelou. It says it. I stand as one, but I come as 10,000 mm-hmm. every single day. I'm carrying not only my spirit and my belief and my faith. I'm honoring the ones that came before me and I'm working to leave a legacy for the ones that's coming behind me. And so when I graduated from that school, man, and went to Tennessee, one of the proudest moments of my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of all that transpired in order for that to happen. Cats just see it and like, oh, that was cool. You know what I'm saying? Made it from Krim. First one in this family. Nah, oh, but I had to fight for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had to fight for that. That means a lot to me. Like, I felt better going to college from Krim than it did when I got my degrees at the University of Tennessee. You know, that was dope. I understand. But it was the struggle, the opposition, the belief, the faith, and the village that right. played a part in me making that happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was
1: dope. And and the the dope part about you also is your understanding of of that community. See when you say, you know, my cousins, right? Most of the people hearing this are going to hear you and and through the prism of your cousins. But me knowing your family, no, they're really your brothers. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: not You know what
1: I'm saying? Willing them your brothers. Yeah, no question. Right, because of how tight y'all family your family is yeah. and the way y'all move y'all grew up and moved as brothers like for me qt and vonda uh they're my brothers and sisters. you know yeah. we grew up and they're my first cousins but i don't look at them like that yeah you know that the close-knit of of our relationship so when you carrying that torch for them i, I fully fully get it and you know two different generations we 10 years apart Right. But our stories and our circumstances are very similar, you know, and then the way in which we we see the world, you no know, doubt. you you carrying it for your folk. Absolutely. Right. That That's just your assignment. Yep. And the fact that you embraced it. So going back to, you know, when you asked me why, why you? Because I could see it. Mm. I could feel it. I could feel it from you. You know what I'm saying? That it being you understand that this is something bigger than Aquarius. This is something bigger than yourself, yeah. right? Then I, I that was just that was easy to rock with, yeah. easy to rock with, man. Yeah, I I just you know going even going forward because like people need to know you,
0: man. No doubt. no doubt, you know
1: what I'm saying. Because and what what I mean by that is what they get from you it makes them feel good, mm-hmm. it inspires, it motivates. Yep. Wonderful. We ain't taking nothing away from that. But at the end of the day, you still a man.
0: Absolutely. You know
1: what of I'm course. saying. You still a father. You still got struggles. Yeah. You still got feelings. Yeah. You know, because we have a tendency in America to to pedestalize people and things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. We'll pedestalize Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of walking like Jesus. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, oh, ink said that, and it made me feel good. I'm gonna yeah. go, woo, woo, man. Ink struggling, yeah, man. And ink overcame that struggle. Yeah, that man. that's the real testimony. No that's when you get no to doubt. the gates of heaven. That's gonna be the testimony. Man. No question. So, yeah, man, just appreciate. I just, I appreciate you just just you know sharing a little bit. Yeah. I just wanted to um, bring that out. That's it. That's it. yeah. Just you know, man, you.
0: like it's it's beautiful that. You even brought that up. Like I'll never forget when I spoke to the Ravens and uh, Steve Smith was playing for him then. And mm-hmm. I spoke to him and uh, had a beautiful time, man. And me and him connected. And that was years ago. I talked to him last year and he was like, man, the most powerful part about what you spoke about was when you was vulnerable and transparent. He's like, as powerful as I felt the presentation was, when you was vulnerable and transparent, like that opened me up in such a way that I Man. had never been touched before. Because as men, macho, bravado, hope, you know what I'm saying? You will walk down the oh, road today. Always got to yeah. have a, you know what I'm saying? We always got to be
1: That's well put, put together. That's yes, the yes, road you want to yes, walk down sir. today. Yes,
0: sir. Because because of this, oh, because of the time, the space and place that we're in, In the world Mm -hmm. Right Like With men That have had Just the world in general But we speaking to men right now Right Right right? What's happened over the past Year and a half Coming up on two years Right The power of vulnerability And transparency Why don't we see that As often In natural dialogue Or just
1: Period You know The first thing We see it as weakness Yeah Just A misconception, miscommunication, um, uh, uh, part of the, as Nick Saban called it, rat poison, Mm -hmm. to to be vulnerable, to be open is weak as what people think, right? So that's one of the teachings that we have to make sure that we're cognizant of with Lil Ink and all the other young Thundercats that, you know, be vulnerable. How you feel, man? Mm -hmm. Like for real, what you feeling? What you thinking? Yeah. Right? And to talk about it, to process it. Mm. Because, and another reason, especially when you start talking about men of color, black men, people of African descent, we're such a traumatic people. Yeah. We're carrying trauma. Absolutely. Day in, day out, moment to moment. That is almost like you got to just hold it. Yeah. To just keep from just almost falling apart. Yeah. At any moment. like. You know, a cat can just snap at any moment, or a cat can just break down at any moment because you don't know what what they're carrying, what they got on inside of them, what the, the weight that's on their shoulders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's almost like a defense mechanism. Also, mm-hmm. let me let me not be open. Yeah, let me just just carry this and 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 go on to my corner. Let me get through the world, get through the day, yeah. moving through the world, and just get back to my corner and do whatever. Yeah. But, um, the beauty of 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 being transparent and being vulnerable is for me, I was able to or I'm able to continuously try to walk through it is my kids deserve it. Hmm. you know, my kids Absolutely. deserve it, right Absolutely. my um my my other three I, well, you know, like last week we were talking about um my biologicals, right, right. I also got three adopted. Um, Shaquarius, um, shout out, big head. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Jaquez and Jasmine. But, um, but anyway, for them to always, my thing is always for them to see me in the most vulnerable state. Absolutely. I want them to see me at my weakest
0: point. Yeah.
1: I wanted them to see me like when I, I've, like recently I fell hard. Yeah. Just life circumstances I feel hard yeah. And I wanted them to see me Because guess what My self-efficacy And my faith And my belief was I'm going This is a small thing to me Right I'm going to get past it mm-hmm. Right But The The purpose for me And getting Wanting them to see it was Life is going to hit you Absolutely And then you see an example of Getting up from it Absolutely Right, that's one of the the tenets of vulnerability. Yeah, like to be able to 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 be at your most vulnerable state, and for the young folks to see you walk through that. Yeah, and you come on the backside. Yeah, right. So now there's no pedestal pedestalization of pops. Right, it's just that's a real dude right there Yeah, He's human. He's human. He's human. Yeah,
0: it empowers. It yep. liberates. Yep. It inspires. Yep. It encourages, but more so, it's necessary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So let's get on up out of here, man. Let's do a rapid fire, man, before we Talk to him. Talk to him. I just want to say a word, right? And you tell me what comes to mind, and you toss a word my way, and I'm going to toss one back, and you toss one back, and we're going to wrap it up. Okay.
1: Family. Undergird is the root. It's undergird, and it's the root of... um, your success and your failure yeah it's it's your everything is your foundation is um it it really what is the thing that makes you you whether that's on the on the you know however you take it It, it's your reference point your family is your reference point right um love Um,
0: compromise adaptability mental agility sacrifice mm-hmm. uh, one of the most powerful creative forces on the face of this planet because when you love something um it can make you accomplish and go to heights that you've never been to before and make you do things that you didn't know you were capable of and it reaches inside of your heart and open up spaces and places that you didn't know you exist right yeah. so, and so um let me give you another one, man. Loyalty, baby.
1: <laughs> Loyalty. It is um that which you hold to be true in your heart and you extend to other people. Yeah. Right? I extend my heart to you. So if I give you my heart, right, then that means whatever it is that you're doing, that you're going through, that, you know, Whatever your life situation in the moment, circumstances are in the moment. I'm right there with you. Yeah, that's I don't gave you my heart, man. That's good. That's it. That's that's that's, that's it for me. Loyalty, and I gave it to you. Here it is. Here. Here. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Tired of your head, go on, man. Here, <laughs> take my heart, man. Because because I know because I know that you're gonna protect it. Yes, sir.
0: That's good. That's
1: good. Um. Football.
0: Blessing. And when I say blessing, I'm speaking to the specifics of it in my life. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, It's introduced me to perspective. It's introduced me to hidden talents, abilities, skill sets that if I was honest and am honest, I probably never would have knew I possessed. I'd have never knew I could be a public speaker if I kept playing ball. You know my personality. I'd have played ball, man, and faded off into the sunset. Probably never would have stepped on a stage in my life, right? Would stop by somebody's camp
1: and say, (laughs) hey,
0: what up, young blood? You know what I'm saying? Can't would have tried to get me on the stage. Never. Yeah. They put me in public speaking at Tennessee. I dropped the class on the second day. Second day, Oh. professor like where you going I'm like nah I'm cool on that Mm -hmm. and so when I think about football and the role it's played in my life um, I think about the creator man just you know fortifying my faith Mm -hmm. through a vehicle and a platform that I didn't know I possessed right and so but yeah man that's beautiful we greatly appreciate you guys time you know we greatly appreciate you guys supporting us man it means the world Oh, you could take us out, man. Um,
1: Again, I'm, the word for the day, the word for the years. as Inca said, is gratitude. Being grateful in the moment. Being grateful for being able to be in the moment uh, in all that we do. Understand and know that everything is a you issue. That you have the power. You have the autonomy. You have the self-efficacy to make life whatever you so choose for it to be. Yes, sir. Peace.